Hey guys, it's Nathan. Before we start this week's show, I wanted to make a note that we had originally recorded an interview with special guest Robert Olberg, the founder of Street Pass Princeton, who organizes Street Pass events in, you guessed it, Princeton. Uh, unfortunately, the audio kind of got out of sync and messed up, and it just really wasn't up to standard. So I went ahead and did what I could with it, and I may or may not throw it at the end of the show. But for now, I would just like you to enjoy our regularly scheduled newscast, which will have an awkward start because it started from a break. Uh, I guess I'll introduce everyone for you. Um, This is the NWR Newscast, episode 52 for Saturday. Uh, What what month is it? May 7th. Uh, The the guy with the kind of the... the, uh, Who says Mario accent? That's Neil. The, uh, the guy with the scratchier voice that talks about dinosaurs and makes kind of lewd, inappropriate jokes. That's Zach. And the, the kindly older gentleman. That's Mr. Andy Gergen. And of course, the lovely voice you're hearing right now is Nathan Mustafa. So, without further ado, I present to you the NWR Newscast. Thanks for listening. And we're back, and we're going to uh, put some news in your ear. Uh, first up, uh, let's hit the ground running and talk about our big scoop. Uh, thanks to Aaron Kalutska's Ninja Ways, we uh, got to reveal that Nintendo Selects are a real thing. Um, it's going to be a budget line of Wii games, and the first batch, according to the images that we have, is going to be Mario Super Sluggers, Twilight Princess, Wii Sports, and Sold. Animal Crossing City Folk, and they're going to be $20. Also, the Wii price drop looks like it's going to uh, be in effect. I believe it's later this month. It's going to be $150 and come with a copy of um, Wii Sports, Mario Kart Wii, and wow. a Wii Remote. Wait a minute. And, and, and a what Damn. else? What did you say at You're the end there? giving that shit away. So wait a minute. You're telling me that the the new budget priced Wii is going to come with a copy of Wii Sports? That does not sound right. Oh wait, no, no, no. Wii Sports Shit. is actually going to be one of the yeah, four titles they're releasing on a budget line of twenty dollars games. That's so if you want Wii Sports, after yeah. they drop the price, you're that going is, to need to go wrong. buy the game on the store shelf, which is a brand new thing for you know American consumers. Right. Yeah, but I mean, you know, Mario levels. Kart Wii, yeah. still much better deal than getting Wii Sports, I think. No, I totally agree. Yeah. Well, oh, I mean, yeah, at this is. point, if you're buying a new Wii and you want to get Wii Sports, it's yeah. $170 yeah. then. Yeah. Still this a price true. drop. True. Yeah, still a price drop. And plus an included game. Yeah. And I mean, a useless past plastic wheel. I mean, I'll be honest, uh, some people I know actually like the, the Wii Wheel. Like, I got my mom to play Mario yeah, Kart but, with the Wii yeah, Wheel. Yeah, you can make one out of a stale bagel too. if you needed to. You can make so it out of, a, really out of a zapper <laughs> that you've melted down. <laughs> you know what's funny? Uh, Memorex has a Wii Wheel that has a motion plus attached. <laughs> or like a spot where you can what? put you can put the motion plus attached <laughs> to the wheel. And apparently they had that wheel because they're like Nintendo totals that they were, oh, they were doing awesome. something. That sounds that like I hope a practical three. joke where they're taking off, like, and wow. also comes the vitality sensor attached to the side. Like, it's all the peripherals <laughs> that, that night, never yeah. vitality and sensor you can put the on in it. it. <laughs> yeah. And the Wii oh Zapper. God. Just everything. But, um, yeah, I mean, Nintendo Select seems like a good idea. Uh, none of these games, well, I mean, I've owned all of these games at some point. I don't own uh, Animal Crossing anymore, but I'm not going to mm. go rebuy it. But, I mean, it's good for people who want it. I actually did put up my copy of Mario Super Sluggers up on Half.com for a little over wow. $20. 
in hopes that I will be able to make some sort of money. And if I ever want to get it again, hey, it's yeah. twenty bucks, and I'm same with Twilight Princess for me. And you know what? Um, I really wish they had put Mario Kart Wii on this line. You know, I I don't have a copy of that still. I kind of want it just in case. Uh, you know, the situation ever arises, yeah. but I don't feel like going out and plunking the still $50 on it. I mean, I think that the problem with that is that Mario Kart Wii is still selling. If you look at these four titles that are included, oh, yeah, they, I mean, they definitely Wii Sports aside, which have been tested chose. before, but like, yeah. yeah, Twilight Princess, Animal Crossing, and uh, Sluggers are all probably done selling a lot of copies, whereas Mario Kart Wii, I'm pretty sure, still sells. I'm curious uh, why, yeah, why you're, you're Sluggers right. and not Mario Strikers Charged. Because, you know... Those are two different things. Well, I'm I don't just know. curious why they picked one over the other. I mean, I personally would rather have Strikers Charged. Um, yeah. Yeah, Strikers Charged is... I mean, it's... it's. I guess it's more of a complete game, because when it comes down to it, like, I think Super Sluggers is a lot of fun, but that is, like, just the GameCube game. Well, I mean, I, that, you could like, say that about a lot of Wii games, but... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but Strikers, yeah. Strikers Charged is is a pretty big step up from the GameCube version, whereas um, the Mario Baseball game on the GameCube and Wii version, literally the only difference is, like, it's kind of crappy motion controls that aren't actually like Wii Sports at all. You could say that about a lot of Wii games. But, yeah, I mean, it's cool. Um, yeah, I don't think any of us will really disagree with this. this. this Is this the first budget-priced Zelda game? Oh, I don't know. I feel. No, I think Wind Waker. Okay. Was yeah, Wind Waker choice. was totally a player's choice. It's just that they haven't done a player's choice line since GameCube, so it's been a while. Or actually, I think Game Boy Advance had one, like after the DS launch. I wish they would have upgraded Twilight Princess in this version to um have classic controller Wind Waker support. Graphics. That's asking <laughs> oh, that would a lot. Be so nice. Oh yeah, that'd be nice. No, no, it's the new not. Man is gonna have it's not asking a lot. That's cool. you know? It's asking them to yeah, modify may- the code of the game. That's a lot. Well, I mean, they're selling it to you. You know, it's not like they're you know they're coming to your door and just presenting it to you. Let's for put it free. this way: yeah, I saw on a on a when I bought my parents a Wii for Christmas a couple years ago, I saw that they mm-hmm. modified the disc of Wii Sports to show the jacket on the remote during the warning screens, and that surprised me. I'm not. You know, I'm not saying yeah, that it's surprising. a lot when compared to their normal standard of care for, uh, you know, post-game content or additions or anything like that. But I, I just mean, from a general standpoint, it's not a lot no, to do. No, it's not. It's not. You know, develop, not a, developers yeah. add things to their games all the time. Uh, it's just Nintendo that's hesitant to do it. Well, I think it's also that you do realize that Twilight Princess came out four and a half years ago, so... so. I just we just we just got a we just just got a Beyond Good Evil HD you know a new release of the game a budget release of a game with updated controls and graphics. One I don't think I mean Ocarina of Time aside, I mean and that's that's a full full scale like you know revamp and re-release of that Mm -hmm. game. But they're just literally releasing the same game again. Um, I mean, that, that's what they're doing. They're just releasing the same game again. And, and you know what? They'll make money on it. Whereas if they put development time on it into it, they might not make that much money. You don't think it. a lot of people you know would go out and buy a $20 copy of Twilight Princess if they knew it, a re-buy Twilight Princess if they knew it had classic controller support? Well, no, because those people probably would have bought the GameCube version. <laughs> it meant I, that much to them. It does mean a lot to me, but the GameCube version is very cost prohibitive. It's like $60 right now. Yeah. Really? Yeah, so that's Holy not an option shit. for me, you know? Well, I mean, the, the Wii version is still pretty expensive, too. It is, but it also doesn't have, you know, regular dude yeah. controller support. And I think the other problem that you have with that is that the entire game is actually flipped. And, um, I mean, <sighs> you would think that maybe it would be easy because they had, or even just add GameCube controller support, but, I mean, I don't know. Neil, I, I really don't think it yeah. would be that difficult of a transformation. I think when, when considering their laziness, it's just flat-out laziness, um, then yeah, I guess it's a monumental effort, but a- another developer would easily release this kind of thing via download, just update, you know, boom, free for you here. But yeah. you know, that's I don't, that's, I don't. That's one of the things you. that upsets I see me. Where, I see where Nintendo's coming from in this case. I, I mean, as far as the initial release, it's because I think you're you just going, being an apologist. Well, I really don't think you should cut them I, as much slack. I, I mean, well, no, I mean, I, I, I see where Nintendo's coming from at least with the initial release of the game, because. Why are you going to release your brand new $250 console that people are supposed to care about 
and have you know your big franchise on it has support for the GameCube controller. Consideration for the like consumer. That. And I think for this edition they should have it. I just don't I don't think it's worth the company's what time. What I notice to is it. that all four of these games are essentially mm-hmm. launch titles for the Wii. And I think first the Wii Wii sales are are dried up so much that Nintendo's no longer I, I think Nintendo honestly believes that we all kept Zelda, uh, Twilight yeah. Princess. Because they're Nintendo, and why would we ever sell something Nintendo sold to us? Uh, so I don't. I think this player's choice version of Twilight Princess. Are you, and, Zach? And think, are you implying that Nintendo's you know, never like put out a game knowing full well that people are, that already own the game are going to purchase it again? Because that's that's not uncommon for Nintendo Wait, at all. <laughs> I mean, just look at the Game Boy Advance period. Oh no, I know. Yeah. I know what you're saying. No, I I know what you're saying. What I'm saying is that these four games are being re-released in their original form because Nintendo is releasing them to the five or six people who haven't well, bought a okay. Wii yet. Yeah. Zach, you do. You should look at the sales. I mean, Wii sales are down, but it's not like it's selling to ten people. Like they're still. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're still ahead of PS3. Although PS3 is gaining, no, and they're I, not I that, that far but, behind. But he, he's saying the, the four people that I'm don't saying. have these games. Oh, okay. Um, and and my main point is that I don't think it's too much to ask to add physical controller support to a game that is already a GameCube game. Oh no! I I if I there agree. was a way to I agree, patch it, I just don't. I'd see your I'm point, taking the cynical not. view. I'm taking the cynical view that Nintendo. This that's not Nintendo's goal yeah. here. It would be nice, but I don't From think a gamer that's their goal with these re-releases. They're just trying to. They're trying to draw blood. I think part of what you're asking here, Nathan, is you're asking them to acknowledge that the controls they put on the game aren't good enough, and they'll never do that. But you could. But here's the thing, Neil. You could, or Andy, you could always spin these things in a positive way. They have very intelligent PR people working for them, and it wouldn't be that hard just to say, "Look, we, you know, we (laughs) want to give you options." Uh, here, this is you want to make it the definitive version of Twilight Princess. Yeah, this is a cheap version for people that don't own the oh, game. And hey, it. look, for those of you that really wanted that controller support, it, this edition's cheap. Go on. I'm buy not it. saying I don't want it. I'm the, just saying I'm. However, the yeah, the humorous thing about this, Nintendo Selects hasn't been officially announced yet. So this <laughs> very well could be by the time this episode posts, Nathan could be right, and they actually did do this, but we don't know. I mean, I doubt it, but. I I will be I will be very pleased if they did it because I think I would definitely rebuy the game and that's what I'm saying it's stupid for them not to do it because they will make money on it right here they've got two people that will go out and buy it for sure you know if I whereas could sell my the ca- copy of Twilight Princess for like twenty bucks I'd go out and buy it and see and look that that makes the issue that oh no they have to put develop time and development time into it just a moot point because the the hardcore crowd will rebuy their game. And that gives them a guaranteed install base for something that otherwise people might not pick up. Because frankly, Twilight Princess doesn't really have an appealing cover. It probably doesn't look appealing to the casual gamer. And that $20 price point might not even be enough for those people that However, just don't buy software. However, if they are going to do as much of a push for Zelda's 25th anniversary, it could renew interest in the series for other people. And if uh, they yeah, are going to do could. a push yeah. for the new Wii game, which is likely coming out this fall... Or even 3DS Ocarina of Time, yeah. Twilight Princess coming out in this budget line could be very appealing to All... people playing Ocarina of Time on 3DS for the first time. But, or but no, no, that again, that's probably the casual, not the not the casual consumer. Um, we have later in the notes that Nintendo's releasing a very limited amount of Ocarina of Time cartridges, and that probably reflects that they don't think they're going to get that big of a sell on it. That's also. Because they're mean, selling it to us. That's also that also should be noted that that's a rumor. Yeah, oh, and really? that mainly pertains to Japan, and that's because with Spirit Tracks, they mm. produced a shit ton of copies and got burned. Okay. Um, not that Spirit Tracks sold terribly; it just that it didn't sell, you know, like splendiferally. Um, yeah. And those are kind of unsubstantiated reports, as far as I know. It's it's a lot of rumors, and it's probably true that they're not releasing as much. But I don't think that's reflecting like. They don't think the game's going to sell at all, and they don't expect it to sell. I think the, their expectation is that they know who it will sell to, and that's us. I and actually, I, I kind of disagree, because you would be surprised at how many 
kids. There are that a lot have of people that have a lot of people time. who haven't played. There are a lot of people game. that have nostalgia for that game. You're right, but there do they own a 3DS? There are a lot of people that have nostalgia for it, and there's also a lot of people that haven't played it. Right, but the, 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 then again, the they look at it and they see people who own a 3DS and people who haven't played Ocarina of Time. That's that's a pretty small cross section. I mean, it won't the Venn diagram yeah. of people over the age of twenty that own a 3DS and and haven't played and haven't played Ocarina of Time is is probably very small. But the Venn diagram of people under the age of twenty who have a 3DS and haven't played Ocarina of Time is probably a lot more than you'd think. Yeah, but then I would. I'm kind sure, of, but are they likely it, to like pick those it up? People like let's say let's say teenagers right now when Ocarina of Time came out, they were like what four? Yeah. But but are those people going to buy the game? It, they, yeah. If they like, I mean, Zelda, how many kids? How many how many new Princess. gamers like Zelda? Although let me let me tell you this, if mm-hmm. I could just butt in for a second. New gamers, not new gamers, but gamers who are 20, 20 years old, twenty one. You know, they were raised on the goddamn it, raised on the Dreamcast yeah. or the PS two. Uh, they're going to look at Ocarina of Time and they're going to say, "This looks like a PS right. That's my one point. Game. Why would I spend forty dollars on this?" And and we're on the sidelines saying, "Holy fuck, this game is amazing!" I, and they're going to be like, "But it and, looks and like that's ass." Up to once again, how we were talking about before, Nintendo's PR team to be like, "Hey guys, this is the greatest fucking game ever. Play well, it." Yes. Which, if you've seen right. any trailers, it just that's pretty much. And what that's it a is. hard sell for the new crowd that doesn't have that built-in nostalgia, and they don't have a reverence for those games. And you know what? If I grew up in a and I only experienced, say, the Wii generation, you know, because there are people that you know they don't start gaming at age one. Yeah. Um. So the this generation, the Xbox generation, three sixty may have been their first wave of consoles. If all they had played is Twilight Princess, I wouldn't care for Zelda. We should bump in here and uh, move on to the next topic of yeah, argument. This was uh, a good chat. Yeah, uh, I'm glad we had it. Uh, the the um, next rumor on the on the list is the wait, rumor wait, wait, roundup. Be- for... Before, if you want to hear us continue that, write in with your thoughts to newscast at nintendoworldreport.com. Brilliant. Okay, go on. Hey. Indeed. And someday we'll have that. Uh, Zelda yeah. Oh no, that that'll Zelda definitely be happening discussion. this summer, guys. So yeah. Get bloodbath. Yeah, let's do it. We should all we should all be in the same room well, so we can Zach throttle and each Andy, other. Get your ass to E three. You just hear Zach suck. punch him in the face. Minish Wind Waker's crap. better asshole. Minish crap. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do have to say, I don't think uh, anyone's gonna for, for anyone wanting an update. Um, after replaying Wind Waker, that is my favorite Zelda game by far. Man. Fuck yeah! After, Welcome after to the club, like, sir. See, I'm replaying Link to the Past, and I'm kind of leaning that way now. Yeah. It's probably um, like just whatever Zelda game that I played most past. recently. <laughs> You're right, actually. Neil, you know what my favorite part everything. of Wind Waker is? <laughs> it's well, everything, but the the pirate Dude. theme, the music that plays on the pirate ship yeah, is yeah. so charming. The, uh, I'm going to cut you off, dude, Zach. We're saving this for the summer. So, oh, but when you when you go talk, down to Hyrule... Hell oh. yeah. Let's go to Cafe Rumor Roundup. Um, Can we just wallow in Zelda for a bit? Maybe. <laughs> okay, Cafe. Eight, eight, gig, eight gigabits of flash memory is what Kotaku's saying, and 25 <gasps> gigabytes yeah, I was just optical happy. discs. Um, as far as the flash memory, which I know Nathan's has got some words to say... Uh, the the size do. of the discs might imply that we're dealing with a Blu-ray system, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, that could be cool. That could be cool. Uh, too bad we don't have anywhere to put our freaking DLC yes. on that eight gigs of flash. And of course, this is a rumor, but I think that's a dumb move. Nintendo. And I think it's it, I, well. I mean, I think it's a dumb move, but I also think it's a very believable move. I agree. It is. It is. It's a stupid, believable thing. That's yeah. what makes I know. it frustrating. It's it's just like that that dumb relative you have. You know, you love them, you have to love them, but God, if they don't do the things that frustrate you the most, I just what is this? Isn't isn't flash memory more expensive to produce than I don't know? It depends on at I this think point. Maybe that, that, that depends on the quantity of the flash memory. Um, yeah. Right. Like if you have to save up flash cards. 
I mean, you're spending more ultimately for 64 gigs of flash memory than you yeah, would I mean, have you know, drive, even, right? even a 30 gigabyte hard drive that came in my freaking five-year-old Microsoft Zune would be good enough, you know? But, but... Just well, I think, I think you have some USB. other things to consider here, and that's that, like, flash memory is, is quieter, it's cooler... Fewer moving parts, it's smaller. That yeah. all of those things fit the aesthetic that Nintendo has, you know. Established. I mean, hey, if nin- if Nintendo wants to put a, a twenty gig or a thirty gig, uh, I'd say thirty gigs more acceptable, uh, solid state drive in my Wii. Yeah, go ahead, but they're not going to do that. I, I mean, still, I well, still, well, not, I, my my well, phone has more memory. I'm still not. If this I'm is still true. Not, I'm still not convinced you're going to need more than that on a Nintendo consoles. That's. That's my worry. If they're putting but here's the thing. flash memory on there, that means I would to put on it. No, no. Here's the thing. This limits Nintendo's entry into the new generation of consoles. Not You're only can totally they not right. put a robust, not only can they not put a robust virtual console that includes up-res GameCube games or just progressive scan-enabled GameCube games, but they also can't have the same arcade games that we see on other platforms. Because who's going to want to download something that takes up a quarter of their memory? I think Nintendo's yeah. just going to opt out on that content. And then yeah, the significant sucks. downloadable yeah. content packs that we see for However, new the games one thing, today, I mean, well, how are we going to get that? This is kind of like the low shipments of Ocarina where, I mean, it is a rumor. And while if this is true, like, that that sucks. But However, it's so freaking believable. That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, that that's what's even more disappointing. But then again, that, that could be why it's a rumor and why Kotaku picked up on it is that someone said it to them. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, that sounds really believable and Nintendo-like. Maybe it's 8 but, gigs of yeah. RAM. <laughs> oh, you, oh God! That would be nice. Yeah. Could somebody tell me why it, it lets you pull data off a hard drive and store it for immediate use inside of a game? It's just a it's random a, it's, access it's a, memory. It's a faster way to access so like game memory. Saves? It's, it's yeah. It, it just yeah. It, it keeps sort of your. It, it keeps all the data that the game needs in more of a a more easily accessible level. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. So like when. When a game is loading on my PS2 or something, it's into the it's RAM loading up. It's like if you go camping, year. you bring oh. a bunch of crap with you and leave it at the tent. But if you want to go backpacking while you're camping, you bring a backpack. So like all the shit you have on you and your backpack, that's the RAM. But all the shit you brought camping, that's the disc. <laughs> that's my that's my analogy. I'm smiling so much yeah, right that, now. That was, that that was, was a really perfect good, analogy. So if you so if you, um, you know if you want quick, quick it also access, takes a long time to. It takes a long time to go back the to the car exactly. and get that stuff out. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, this this will suck a lot if we only have eight gigs of eight gigs of memory on, now, on the cafe. Am I am I yeah. incorrect in my memory that some Nintendo executive promised us a hard drive? I, don't I think they said exactly. that we cannot. Oh, I think I don't think I'm any look executive has ever promised anything for the future for a future product. I mean, I mean, they uh, usually talk me, in general terms see. without promising anything. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's a believable move. I right now am not believing anything that I read about the next console. I think it's all rumor. I mean, I know the t- the tablet touchscreen thing is kind of kind of believable. Yeah. Um, I'm grading everything on a. I'm grading everything really on a scale that. of bullshit to potentially not bullshit, and this yeah. is sitting right there at the top at potentially not bullshit. But honestly, like. It just I makes remember, E3 all the all more of, interesting. Dudes. I remember all of all of the crazy ass theories people had before the Wii controller was announced to how it was going to be revolutionary, and you know, I mean, they didn't. It no was one, no one really ever got it right on those rumors. So I'm, I'm yeah, not, I'm not reading anything into these rumors until I know, until I hear them say it. Let's put it that way. You put it up your ass and flex your butt All right, muscles so let's, to move let's go in the game. Some good news, or at least <sighs> once again, kind of rumorish stuff. Um, the voice actor's website, uh, someone who's voicing a main character in the game Xenoblade, um, they said that Xenoblade's coming to USA. It was, uh, it's a, it's a, I guess it's a British actor said on his website that he's voicing, you know, some character for Xenoblade, which is coming out in Europe and USA in autumn 2011 which kind of implies that we will be getting xenoblade oh, in, quite. i think roughly september or october um that's kind of cool uh, hmm. yeah i don't think we really uh have too much to say about that game i we would definitely be very interested to check shit. out this game when it comes out um this in the last story really interests me 
I don't know if you guys give a crap about either game, but I do. I'll take that as a no. I sorry, <laughs> I was stepping <laughs> out for a half second and back. Um, Andy, do you give a crap about yes. Xenoblade or the last story? Uh, no. no, I'm not a JRPG fan. I, I, I wish them the best among the yeah. fans. If I'm alone. Here. When uh, it, it, I'll, I'll play them. I'll play them on the 3DS gladly. I just don't have the time to sit in front of my TV. Slash when they it. come out and I buy them, maybe I will talk about them on the show. So, you guys will listen and fall asleep, or I'll just talk. I'll talk That'll Zach cool. into buying it. Because he's he's weak willed like that. Read the Dragon Quest Dragon Quest Nine entry and the I, in the thirty top DS games, the, and you'll yeah. you'll know. Zach, I hear uh, Xenoblade has some female parts in it. Likely does. I would need. <laughs> Let me to render see some, some for you. Go to uh, www.sexylays.com. That's actually all Xenoblade uh, screenshots. Yeah. Oh wow! Damn. Yeah, I, I bet that's a website. So, speaking of three double D graphics, Cave Story 3D is releasing on August 9th instead of the original Woo-hoo! June 28th date, and it's going to be forty dollars, which I think the price is kind of high. But I mean, it, it's going to add a yeah. new stage. Um, they haven't really done any more details, and it's going to be in 3D and have these new graphics, and and that's about it. Maybe he'll be able to switch between the original graphics, that would the be kind of graphics, hysterical. and the 3D graphics. Because if they're going to change a, the game as much as they're saying. As a guy who only pays full retail price for a game about once or twice a year, I'm very excited about... That's one of them. Is that game uh, NCAA? Portal 2 was, was the other one this year, I guess. Although that came with a whole bunch of deals. But like, I'm very excited about Portal 2 because I know that whenever I, whenever I do play it, I'll have gotten it for a deal, probably somehow. So, I, uh... I don't know if I'll get it used or what, but I mean, yeah, I, I'm not paying. You mean Cave Story? You said Portal Two. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Got it's okay. I was brain. confused for a second. I'm like, but you did get it for you. <laughs> <laughs> when I do play Cave Story 3D, and I look forward to playing it, I think it's going to be a great game. I think it lends itself well to the platform. I want to see the new graphics, but I'm not paying forty bucks for it. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I can't wait I to think play it for how one lucky play person for in on this show will likely review it. And then the other two people, well, either we'll pass it around, um, like like we're doing Andy's copy of Portal Two, or or one person will play, it and the other two people will be like, "Yeah, I'll wait for a price drop." Yep. And speaking of yep. games being re-released in some fashion on 3DS, Bit Trip Saga is a real thing, um, coming out on 3DS this summer. It's going to be all six Bit Trip games, 3D graphics. What's the, the 3D going to do for that series? Yeah, that actually, I mean, that I think the, the visuals really cool. will look incredible <laughs> in this game because I think it lends itself really well to the 3D. And it might actually make it easier to play because I usually get very distracted by the runner. stuff that's going on in the background and like beat and, and core and uh, flux. Um, yeah, that was the final one. Um, but I get very distracted by those visuals when I'm playing those games in the background. And I think the 3D might help out separating those visuals. So you still have the effect of, you know, having all that crazy shit going on in the background, but it doesn't interrupt the gameplay. I get very distracted by Laura Yeah, Croft but that's not I'm like a crazy, like, trilogy. communist Pong game. I think, I think it's a good... Good fit for the platform, actually. Yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to trying that out. Yeah, I mean, it's it's something how we were talking about how uh, you know Cave Story 3D not going to pay full price for this. I would probably pay full price for this game. I, I believe it's it's been confirmed it forty dollars, and exactly. I know I've seen someone and do the that, math. If you were to buy every single game on WeWare, it's it's two dollars cheaper. Yeah, right? it's it's two dollars cheaper. I just did the math. Yeah. Um. However, they are. I Look believe a lot edition. of those games are out huh. on i well, iPhone deal, and stuff though, like that for a lot cheaper. They're also out on iOS yeah. for like a dollar. I mean, that, that's so. where that argument becomes. Uh, moot. But the, but that's on that's only really? Bitrip Beat that's out. But I they're believe, releasing I the rest of them. Runner came out on PC. So. Well, you you said okay. you said uh, you said iOS. It actually uh, Bitrip Beat. I like it on the iPad a lot better than I did on yeah. the Wii, because you drag the paddle. Yeah, and I and I imagine um, yeah. that will probably oh. be how these control. Um, I'd be actually interested to see what they do for the ones that require motion. Um, how they would control? Well, they, I mean, they they could of course turn off 3D and let you use the gyroscope, yeah. but 
I would I would really like just D pad yeah. controls. I mean, for a lot of them, that, some of that's those how games. You, like you know, core runner. That's that's how you play those games. But I'd be interested to yeah, see how the shooter one works. I guess I'm more talking beat. Well, I mean, the shooter one was playable with class control. I guess really the only two that will be fundamentally changed a little bit will be beat and flux. But beat's beat been and, done beat and flux, with a yeah. touchscreen before, so there's no way you can yeah. play beat with a D pad. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could. Just... Yeah. See, but but if they if they do the touchscreen, either you're sliding the uh, you're not directly placing your stylus on the um, on the paddle, so it'll just have to be relative motion if they want to use the 3D yeah. effect on the top screen, or they'll just have to let you use a D pad, and that's essentially yeah. the same thing. You know, because I don't want to have to keep either they use the entire screen as a slider, or they don't, because I don't want to have to pay attention to the bottom screen at all. You know. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, the d- yeah, that that's the news. That's okay, it. that's it. Um, let's uh, do uh, one piece of listener mail that we got a little bit before the show started from Sergeant Foster, who says, "What up, fellas? First, I want to say the new format slash scheduling is great. The music breaks are off the chain as well." Now that we're closer to the truth of the new Nintendo system, but still far enough away to wish it had certain features, could you name three things you would want on the system that hasn't been announced but could possibly happen? My choices are, one, bring back Super Game Boy slash Game Boy Player a la DSTV. We've seen the Phoenix Wright emulation mm. on the Wii Shop channel. Two, yes. dual circle pad analogs on the controllers. The one on the 3DS feels so good. Three, no. Wii Shop channel no. transferability. Okay, maybe that's not possible unless the system supports SD cards and the Wii would need to be ah. sent a new firmware to allow such transfer. Thoughts? They better have that. Yeah, I mean, I'd be pretty pissed if they're like, yeah, hey, better you know the $200 you spent on the, the Wii Shop channel over the past five years? Don't mean shit no more. Buy it again. No, uh, if, if, if it turns out they don't let us bring over our Wii Shop channel purchases, that's going to be a major major deterrent in me buying the system yeah at i mean at least at launch it, it, i'll actually just purchase a pitchfork and march i mean it's the same kind of Seattle thing like how then tokyo I, I seriously <laughs> talked about how if dsiware games weren't allowed to be played on like you couldn't transfer them to the 3ds i likely would have boycotted the 3ds um but luckily they did that yeah but you know what? They they're gonna look like but well, I mean anyways, they'll look like so. DS games, which don't look Enjoy. that bad. I've been playing Plants vs Zombies DS on it. it. Looks fine. Oh, it just drives me nuts. Doesn't bother me at all. Sorry. Get over it. Doesn't bother me. No. I understand why you're upset. It does not bother me yeah. at all. I mean, it's it's not. I've played nine 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 on both. <laughs> if I had to choose between the two systems, clearly I'd yeah. pick my DSi. Oh yeah, I agree. I, there you go. But it's not so well, much. See, I that. just don't understand why you have to play it on your 3DS. Like, why don't you just play it on your DS? You have a DS. Yeah, but I don't right? want to have not like two systems. And, and do you? Do you? But like, do you really carry around like a little, a little, uh, maybe a little Crown Royal bag with all of your uh, games tucked in it, <laughs> or uh, what do you do? <laughs> well, I got, I got a little case. That I, oh crap! I just remembered that uh, Andy, I didn't send you that case with Nintendo dogs, but oh, that's all right. Anyway. Oh, good. I thought you were going to say, oh, crap, you're yeah. not recording. No. <laughs> I, I, I had a little heart attack there. <laughs> oh, fuck. But, um... Okay. Anyway, uh, no, I have, I have a case that I got from... Actually, you know, Nathan, not to give you a heart attack here or anything, but I actually can't tell. Um, but during the great case bounty of March 2011, because... um, I do have a nice little case that I, I carry a couple games in. Um, and I at this point, I have... Uh, more more DS games than 3DS games in there, and I I mean in all honesty, the 3DS, the way it looks doesn't bother me anymore, or the way DS games display on it, it bothered me for about a week. Just settling settling for less. I don't want to have to put on some beer goggles to play my old my old DS games. But you, Nathan, Nathan, you're talking to a guy that pretty much sells every video game product he owns that he hasn't used in the last couple of months. I'm not. But gonna... see, I frequently use my XL. I'm oh yeah, well, I guess maybe if right I had now. an XL, uh, not as we speak, yeah. And see, that's different because the XL brings more features to the table already because it has a has a larger screen. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're you're you're, you're just... downgrading downgrading screens a lot more than. In, we are. in all honesty, if yeah, I could see what I'm saying, it is a significant for XL, downgrade for me. I would me. do it because then I'd like playing a netbook at my of house. Of course. Heartbeat. Of course, it's awesome. Yeah. 
When that thing yeah, drops was, in uh, price, I'm going to be all over it. As, like a, as, of, right in as of today, of I'm more satisfied with my XL purchase than I am with my 3DS purchase. And that was a, re- yeah. and, well, and that was a redundant purchase. You know, I already had a DS. But enough. Yeah, but what kind of a DS was it? It was, I mean, it was a white. Steps up, did you upgrade? Yeah, I went from yeah. fat to DSi. Oh. I, I love my DSi, don't get me wrong. Imagine if you went just from fat to Excel. Was, yeah. that, was that James? Did James do that? Yeah, <laughs> his little yep. his little mind must have exploded. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said little. Going from the DSi uh. to the 3DS has been a minor but not so jarring that it bothers me change. I can see why mm. it would bother you, but it doesn't bother me so yeah. much that I intend to keep both systems long term. No, should should we at some point yeah, address? Um, we could go mail. back to it. He he brought up the point of dual yeah. circle pad analogs <laughs> on the controllers. I I, I mean really I love the feel like of the that. circle pads. Yeah, no, I think it's I, a, I think it's a great pad, solution I for know. a handheld where you don't want yeah. protruding analog sticks. But at a, on a home system where you have that space available, I just enjoy the feel. And except for of the, the analog PS3 joysticks a lot more. I've I've been playing PS3 games lately, and I hate that. You know, it it used to bother me, and I'm playing Portal 2 right now. Thank you so much, Andy. I mean, and it doesn't bug me at all. I uh, I have never really liked the uh, I never really liked like the analog my, sticks in the like classic controller sticks. though. I kind of wish they yeah. would go. They're too close together. Too close together. They're, they're you know, you know when someone's yeah, it just too. it just hurts my fingers. They feel they, they're loose, they feel uh, kind of loose. I've expressed my distaste for the octagonal gates before. They're they're not there's not much tension and they're too close together. I like the, uh, the 360 controllers. So, sticks yeah. pretty damn good. It is the it is the height of controller yeah, technology. Yeah, I really I like think. those too. Um, yeah, well, yeah, but you know what? I've never used the D pad in any of my games, games so on. I don't care. Uh, yeah, I don't play I don't play fighting games. See, I, I, play I play Meat Boy, Boy with, with the, the D pad. Yeah, I th- uh. I think it gives you a little bit more control when you're in the air. But um, yeah. Oh, that's probably true. Anyways, his, his third point, Super Game Boy, Game Game Boy we Player, already addressed, all right? DSTV. Um, I don't... So that's ex- exporting uh, exporting I mean, our I downloaded DS Virtual Console games or, I mean, to playing, a large screen? Uh, playing, playing DS games on the or TV. Or having like a like physical... Player or Super Game Boy. A physical attach. Well, if the controller has a touchscreen, yeah. then that makes the, the interface pretty easy. Yeah. Um... Yeah, yeah, that's true. I like. To see uh, it. But then, but then you know, but let's, then you're then you're looking at a tiny screen. Yeah. Oh yeah, let's, 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 see, let's, let's see, not say do what three. Let's each get one. Um, yeah, I have three. Just reiterating. That's what you I are. said. Okay, well, Zach, why don't you go this first? Awesome. <laughs> oh, uh, I would like to see persistent online leaderboards. Well, I mean, the, don't, don't some Wii games have that? No. Well, well persistent online stuff not, throughout the entire do. console, like leaderboards. Yeah. Yeah, a, a more robust yeah. online environment, maybe. A friendly I just don't want it to feel like a ghost that? town. You know? Um, oh, I want it to feel yeah. like somewhere where my friends are. You know what? I'd like, really like to see... Yeah. I would like while. to see... GameCube and Dreamcast games on Virtual Console. I, like I think Dreamcast games are very realistic. I would love that. Um, Dreamcast. Yeah, I mean, I think I think GameCube games just because of the sheer size. Um, going back to the other news story with the eight gig flash memory, that would pretty much make GameCube games almost impossible. But like GameCube games on Virtual Console Up would be really awesome. Yeah. I think Waker. Dreamcast games are are more, uh, in a way, more likely just as far as from like a size standpoint. Um, especially because I mean we're getting like you know what is pretty much mm-hmm. a Dreamcast yeah. game in MDK two, um, on on WiiWare, so we know that's doable. Well, for me, yeah. aside from Pikmin two at launch, uh, I would go with probably I'd like to, this is this was discussed on an episode of RFN. Yes, thank you. Sorry, Pikmin Pik- three, Pikmin sir. Blank. Three. Pikmin X. Uh, it's, it's set in the future. Um. One of, this was discussed on an episode of RFN a long time ago, but like, I, I like the idea of integrating like Facebook 
with your on with, with with your with your console, not the way that Xbox did it. I mean, basically the way Xbox did it is is you can log on to the Facebook app on your Xbox and see who else has used that app. But if they could basically just sort of like license their network infrastructure from the Facebook network, so that basically if you have a mm-hmm. Facebook account, you have a Wii online or Wii Two online account, and if you're you know if you're connected to your Wii Two, you're connected to Facebook and vice versa. So that basically everyone who you're already friends with on Facebook is already, you know, if, if they have a console, they're already your friend on the console, unless you unless you want to exclude them from that part of your of your friends list, which you can do on Facebook. You can exclude them from certain parts of your profile. Um, like I I don't see if they're so bad at putting together an online an online infrastructure and managing it. If they're so bad at that part of technology. Just find someone find someone that's already done it successfully. Let somebody else and do it. Pay them to do it for them. Pay them to license. That's that's what I would like to see. Well, that's Nintendo's been saying that they've regretted going it alone for the Wii and that they might actually start doing it. Well, I think what they meant more by that was um, that they're weirdly going to plan their first-party releases Please don't crush my dreams. Releases. That seemed to be the point that Iwata was saying about that. Yeah. What? Yeah. But that just might be nice talk. I guess all I'm saying is that for all like for all the success that Xbox Live has had and PSN to a to a lesser extent, like neither one of them can touch the success of Facebook. It's a it's the single largest yep. social network on the planet. Um, why not work with them? They obviously have take uh, their technology baby steps take... with the the DSI connectivity. Like just instead of trying That's to true. compete with things like Facebook, embrace it. It's already successful. It would be one less account for people to worry about. Uh, and I'm sure like they don't. I, th- I think the, the real drawback here is Nintendo doesn't like not having control over their shit. And I'm sure working with Facebook yeah. would mean giving up a lot of that control. But I don't know. I think it would make for a great a great user experience. All right. Um. Also. also <laughs> yeah. Also Pikmin three. Agreed. Yeah, we know. I want a hard drive, <laughs> but I think I made that clear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. you, you want no, those downloadable I, I GameCube know. games? Well, you're not getting like that dream. Hand hand. The, it, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Just like us, right? Hands across America. From. I think the reason the hard drive thing doesn't doesn't hands across the reason the hard drive no, thing doesn't bother me quite so much is because I used to have a 120 gig Xbox hard drive, and if it weren't for the fact that I could rip my games to that hard drive, I would have never have used more than like a third of it. That's still yeah. though. That's still like yeah. 30 yeah. I gig, think but... um I I probably yeah. have used about 25. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, and I have a lot of my games ripped to it. That's why it's that's why I filled it up. Um, but I think yeah, I think I have a exactly. 60 gig, and I, don't I think really I might yeah. have 30 like gigs that. left. On my PS3, I've probably yeah. barely. I'm used right now. My right now, I'm living off flash drives. I'm, I'm living I off of a... two 16 gig flash drives on my Xbox right now, uh, and that's it. But... And I'm okay with it. Yeah. My PS3 is down to 40 gigs. Oh wow. I'm a little worried. You got to clean that out, Zach. Yeah. When someday, when someday when the wife it, it'll, it'll take a long time. I, all I, those I, things, to be fair, I've heard that if you want to delete stuff on PS3, <laughs> it takes a while. To be fair, though, hmm. like the fact that I'm living off of flash drives on my Xbox does, now yeah. uh, weighs into my purchasing decisions. If there's a game that's on both systems, um, I'll lean towards the PS3 versions because I don't have to worry about storage space. Until I go out of my way to buy a hard drive for my Xbox, that's the way, that's, that's the way it's going to have to be, I think. All right. Well, I think yeah. uh, that's a newscast. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever accidentally sat down and you kind of sit on your... Ball? That's a newscast. Um, subscribe <laughs> to us on us iTunes at newscast <laughs> at tenderworldreport.com. Email us at newscast.talkbackthread.com. Hey! Uh, hit us up in the talkback thread. We love talking to people. And uh, yeah, if you have any 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 words to say to us, let's throw out some kind of bait for you guys. Um, what do you think Nintendo is going to announce for the Wii at E3? If you get this far, uh, drop us a line and newscast at nintendoworldreport.com or um, <laughs> hit us up in the talkback thread and say, you know, banana hammock, and then tell us what games you want to see announced for the Wii at E3. Very good. 
And have you ever yes, sat on your I ball accidentally? What's your problem? You're just a Bye, despicable everybody. human being. So Bye, everybody. Just some sort of nutcase. Good case. night. I just... Good night. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, there, as far as you there know. is some truth to it because, you know, it's using spot pass, but it can still use street pass. Like, it does affect it to a certain degree, but not to the point where it wouldn't let you, like, completely not street pass. It would just slow down the activity of doing street pass in terms of communicating okay. data. The best way to do street pass that I've found is you start up an application or a game, you wait a little bit, then you hit the home button, and then once you hit the home button, you wait for it to say street pass. If it doesn't say street pass on the main screen, go back into the game, wait a little bit longer, then hit home again, wait for it to say street pass, and then close it. And that tends to be the best way for me to do it. Like, even when I hit the power button, it says put it in sleep mode so you do street pass. Some... It'll just say, like, enabled or something like that. Yeah, like, that. usually if it says enabled, that means that street pass is not on. You have It has to say that street pass is on in the main screen and there has to be a little wireless thing flashing and that's when you know street pass is on and that's when you should close your 3ds so you can get the content for the Miis and street fighter and all the other games yeah i finally got my first street fighter street fighter uh figurine battle thing that's cool as hell i'm really looking forward to dead or alive dimensions because dead or alive dimensions is actually going to take you and your stats how you play in dead or alive and it'll take your stats, and if you're really good, you're going to be really good when you do Street Pass with other people. But if you suck, you're going to suck against other people when you use Street Pass in Dead or Alive. So I'm really looking forward to that, and I'm also looking forward to how it's going to use Spot Pass by introducing new costumes every single day for a month after the game launches. Are you also no. aware that Dead or Alive Dimensions is in Triple D? Yes, there will, <laughs> triple D. There will be three Ds. Oh yes, it'll be like Piranha Three Double D, the the sequel. I need the... to see that still. It's it's pretty good. I mean, we shouldn't discuss it more because that'd be a tangent. It's just a, but... it's just a whole <laughs> entirely separate world that Zach lives in. I think. Just... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm kind of curious in, in your experience, like. I know there's been talk of, like, driving by someone in your car when you have a 3DS and they have a 3DS, like, and how, I'm curious how long it takes for the for the spot or the street pass to, like, take into effect. Like, if you drove by someone who had it, would that would that be too too fast for it to work? Have you have you had any experience, like, testing, like, how much contact you actually have to have with someone for, for it to work? I know that you don't have to have much at all. I mean, I can just breeze through the GameStop in and out and have like three street passes. Yeah, it uh, also the the, only have three the other total. factors that obviously, you know, play into it is, you know, your environmental situations. So I mean, if you're going really fast in a car and they're going really in a fast in a car, it's probably going to scramble the signal a little bit, but obviously if you're stopped in the middle of track traffic, I'm sure you could possibly send a signal out fast enough and just get it and just get on the way. I've actually done picto chat between cars. It, it works. Yeah, I, nice. I know there's uh, legendary stories of um, from E3 2006, um, but because we had a crew of like something like I think 12, 12 plus people or something like that. So they had two cars and they were doing picto chat in LA traffic. Yeah, no, it totally works. Um, and you, you, uh, we've done it That's at freeway speeds, so you know, yeah, stuff is fun. That's pretty slick. So, like, what all what all happens at one of your Street Pass events? I mean, I assume people, you know, bring their DSs or their 3DSs. Um, I would imagine there's probably a little bit of a little. It's gonna be that one that. guy who's gonna be like, "You guys still got Dragon Quest Nine, right?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'd bring it. Yeah. But that guy's gonna be very disappointed. <laughs> oh yeah, at the New York City Street Pass event and at the other Street Pass events, they mostly focus on just doing Street Pass, and I mean, some of them have some activities to do, but they don't really push it as much as I would like them to. So my goal to do with Street Pass Princeton, just besides just doing Street Pass, is also to talk to local businesses and see if they're interested in doing events at their shops and also um, doing more activities like contests. Like one of the contests we're going to have at this Street Pass event is a QR code contest where you have to scan 20 me's in the Panera room and the four top people have to duke it out in Street Fighter and the winner basically gets... A five dollar GameStop gift card, a poster, and a UJR card. Awesome. That sounds pretty cool. So and also we're gonna have um big AR cards and different sized AR cards all over the room with the food and on chairs, so you can take pictures of yourself with Mario, with Link, 
Metroid or any other character for that matter, or on the wall just I, to I, see. I believe. Uh, did our guest just refer to Samus as Metroid? <laughs> well, there is the Metroid hat that you can use on your Nintendog, and a Samus hat. Okay, I'll, I'll let it slide. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh... Hey, wait, you can use a Metroid hat for the Nintendog? Yeah, I had it pop up a couple times. I don't know if it was like a glitch. Oh, I know it's supposed to be the Samus that, that... one. If you put a Metroid on your Nintendog, doesn't it die? <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe somehow it just they just feed off of each other. They just create this relationship with the Nintendo dog. Your dog becomes very vulnerable to cold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe it just gets put. You put it in a cage and you just go. The last Metroid is in captivity. Yeah. Har har. So uh, so uh, for posterity, when is um? So Princeton Street Pass first event is going to be on May. 13th on a Friday from 2 to 6 o'clock. There's going to be free food and drinks for all people that have 3DSs that come to the event. The AR cards will also be there. There'll also be the uh, QR Me contest. Where, where, where is it at? It's at Panera mm -hmm. on 134 Nassau Street in Princeton, New Jersey. Awesome. And also, there's going to be um, other activities, of course, besides Street Pass. And then um, the posters that we're going to be giving away as well, the AR cards that we're going to be giving away. We're also going to have a logo contest because our group doesn't have a logo yet, so we really want people to contribute that. And also we want people to contribute by taking pictures, of course, and every month we're going to change the picture on our profile pic for both the Twitter and the Facebook, nice. and it'll be whoever the winner is for that month. Cool. 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 Very good. And, um, I mean, you, you talked about, uh, I guess, working with local businesses. Do you plan on doing them all at the Panera Bread, or do you want to branch out? And if you do want to branch out, are there any other locations around the area that you have in mind? Well, there's a small place called Twist, and there's another yogurt shop. And I was thinking that, that those would be, like, really great places because they're, like, really good hangout places and stuff like that. And then there's also the Princeton Battlefield, and then there's a bunch of parks and stuff like that. So I really just want to engage the community and then get other people and other groups involved as well to do Street Pass, just so people can talk and get together. Have you considered maybe a, a strip club? <laughs> get, some, uh, get, get some really good no, no, no. Uh, 3D, just, 3D screenshots? Oh, I see what you're saying. Or you could go to, a, one's for you you could go to a playground, uh, a whole bunch of you know <laughs> what older men looking for uh, kids to Zach, Street Pass with. Zach, see, Zach, see, I, I, I made a gross joke. Zach, I made a stop gross telling joke us so what you, you did this afternoon. And then you just took it to a whole lower level. <laughs> I don't know how you did it. I was, oh my. God. Or you could take the little kids at the park. Strip clubs and little kids. That's what we're all about. And teach them how to nope, take three D nope. pictures. Nope. Of cinnamon and. Uh, nope, Zach, Zach, Zach. Jack, Zach, all I'm going to say is we Zach, would like to play. you have to stop yes. talking now. All right. <laughs> I think... There's a 3D picture for you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I think the, that just about wraps us up. Ra wraps it up. Uh, <laughs> Rob, do you have any anything final you'd like to say to our listeners? Po hopefully people that live around the Princeton, New Jersey area. Well, I mean, of course, there's the university as well. And Prince, this is mostly just an event in Princeton. But there's also a central New Jersey one, and I'm sure there'll be other um, w events popping up around New Jersey and New York and other locations. But this is strictly just in Princeton because there is a lot of activities and businesses to hold events at. Yeah. But I just mostly hope that people get together, they do street pass, but they also participate in the contests. And it also engages people in ways that they've never engaged with their Nintendo 3DS before with other people. And with other users in general. Awesome. That sounds pretty excellent. Um, thanks for coming on. And once again, Street Pass Princeton's first event is at the Panera Bread in Princeton on I'm May jealous. 13th from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Um, looking forward to it. I am too. All Sorry. Right. Um, thanks, thanks for joining us, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for coming on. You're welcome. You're you're all definitely invited to the event, so you guys can definitely stop by. <laughs> I'll start it's walking. It's an all day event. Yeah, 
I, I the way I see it, Zach hitches a ride in the caribou. I drive up to Seattle, <laughs> grab him. We yeah. cut through uh, wherever the hell I am. I'm the, I'm the uh, Rob. I'm the only person <laughs> remotely close to New Jersey. <laughs> Even they 